Hello, and welcome to the Mustard Seed Moments podcast. My name is Alora Drake. This is a podcast all about faith. So if you need to be reminded about the truth of who God is, you just want a little bit of encouragement or hope for your week, then this podcast is for you. In these episodes, we take some time to say a prayer, open God's word, talk about encouraging truths and uplifting stories, and my goal is to infuse a little bit of hope into your week and remind you of the goodness and love of God. Are you struggling with worries lately and fears, losing sleep over what tomorrow may bring and how you're going to handle it? Well, today I want to talk about worry and the amazing, beautiful hope that we have in God's Word. So, tune in. Let's start with prayer. Father, I just thank and praise you that as we come to you today, no matter where we're coming from, you hear every part of our heart, every worry, every fear, every doubt, the big and the little concerns, God, you hear them all and you care for them all. God, I pray that as we open your word and read about the truth that you have for us, that we would be reminded of the peace that we have in you, Lord, and that we would be able to live out of the truth of that peace and that it would be made real to our hearts today, God. It's one thing for us to read your word and to know it in our heads, but God, I just pray that you would connect that to our hearts today, that we would feel the goodness and the truth of your words in our lives. In your holy name, we pray. Amen. Okay, so the mustard seed moment that I have for us today is, since there is nothing gained in our worried, anxious thoughts, let us instead turn to our loving Father who will provide for each of our needs. Okay, so I was rewatching one of my favorite movies recently, uh, called Bridge of Spies, which if you haven't seen it, it's a great one to watch. It's set during the Cold War, and it stars uh, Tom Hanks and Mark Rylace, I think is how you say his name. Tom Hanks' characters, um, John uh, James Donovan, and he is a lawyer who's an American lawyer who's tasked with defending Rudolf Abel, which is Mark Rylace's character, who's a convicted Russian spy. And there's this scene that got me thinking about today's topic. And James Donovan is interviewing or counseling Rudolph Abel after he's been taken captive and is in prison. And he's reviewing his case with him and just going over how incriminating all the evidence is against him and how bad it all looks and how severe the court case would would be in the charges against him. And Rudolph Abel is just kind of sitting there mindlessly smoking a cigarette, not really caring about anything Tom Hanks's character is saying. And Tom Hanks's character, James Donovan, looks at him and just says, well, aren't you worried? And Rudolph Abel's character responds and says, well, would it help? And he says that a couple different times throughout the movie. There's another scene, and I don't want to give away too much, where Tom Hanks' character is about to do something that's kind of concerning, and he said, well, I mean, aren't you worried? And he looked at him again and says, would it help? 
And I just really got to thinking about that. We kind of expect worry. Tom Hanks' character throughout this is like, you should be worried. You got convicted. You're a Russian spy in America who got caught in the Cold War. That is like the worst position you could be in. You should be worried. You have actual things to worry about. And when he just can so easily look at him and say, would it help? Would it help for me to worry? Does it add anything? And so that got me to thinking about the passage that I want to talk about today, which is Matthew six twenty-five through 34. And this is what the word of God says. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet our heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to the span of his life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows what you need, knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So, I love that passage for so many reasons, but one of the main things that I saw from that that I wanted to pull out and talk over was that being anxious does not add anything to our lives. In fact, I think anxiousness actually takes away from our lives. It takes away from our ability to be in the present, which is why I think he ends with, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Each day has enough trouble. If you're going to be anxious about anything, you can be anxious for the stuff of today, but be in the moment. Don't be fretting about what's going to happen tomorrow, which is so much easier said than done because as my mother would say, she's on the Olympic worrying team. If they had a team, she would be on it because she can see danger around every corner. And I, the apple did not fall far from the tree. I see danger around every corner. And if there is something to worry about, I guarantee I know what it is. And if there's not, I'll find something. So (laughs) it's easier said than done not to worry about things. But In this passage, I love that God's reminder, and he says it a couple different times. So don't be anxious. Don't be worried about tomorrow. Don't be worried about the things that we need. And I love that kind of nestled in there. And it's easy to read past this portion of it and miss the depth of it. Because I think as I read through when it says, um, 
for the Gentiles seek after all these things. I start reading that and just kind of think about, okay, so yeah, I'm not supposed to be anxious because that's what people who don't believe in God do. People who do, don't have any faith at all are going to worry and fret. And so then I can quickly gloss over and not take in the second half of that, which says, and your heavenly father knows that you need them all. God knows all of our needs. He knows them and he is our provider and he cares about all of our needs. So I just like that kind of nestled in there is that reminder of God knows that you have needs and in the same way that he cares for the ravens of the air and grass in the field, he's going to take care of you. And I think this passage is kind of interesting to me because I feel like it almost works on reason a little bit. Because when you're doubting or struggling with anxious thoughts and fears, I know for myself, reason is what is helpful for getting me out of that. And that's kind of actually what this passage acts on a little bit is it's, you know, do you see how God takes care of birds and grass? Aren't you more valuable than they? Like, reason. And, you know, are you worried about what you're eating and what you're wearing? Well, life is more than food and the body is more than clothing. And you're like, well, yeah, yeah, that's true. So it's kind of pulling off of our reason. And I found that super interesting um, when I was also kind of working through this passage and studying it, and I'd read uh, a commentary on it, and I thought it was really interesting. David Guzak says, There are greater sins than worry, but there are none more self-defeating and useless. And I thought that was such an interesting phrasing. That's There are none more self-defeating and useless. Wow. And that's why I liked that scene from Bridge of Spies and just the reminder of, would it help? Our worries and our fears and our doubts and all of those things that might might have real backing to them. You know, when I think about that movie and that scene, that he had real reason to have anxiety and fear about what was to come. And he had reasons to be worried. And you might have reasons to be worried. I have things in my life that I feel like I have reason to be worried about what may come tomorrow or next week or next month. I have actual things that I can see to be concerned about. But worry doesn't help. It doesn't actually help. It doesn't help me to be worried. It doesn't help me to lose sleep. It actually makes me tired and stressed and neither one of those things helped my life. So the hope that I wanted to pull out of this for us today was in part of that message of remembering that God says we don't need to be anxious because he knows our needs. And in the same way that he provides for birds of the air and grass that is thrown into the fire and gone, he will provide for us. We are his children. You are a child of God who is deeply loved by him, who is, was paid for in the most incredible sacrificial way that you can 
be bought. You were bought in love. He will provide and care for you. And he loves us so much. And I love this reminder of his provision for us that in our doubts and our fears, we can cling to God and we don't worry doesn't help. So instead we'll rest in the truth of who God is and we will allow him to be our provider and rest in that. I wanted to close today with Psalm 34, which is my one of my favorite Psalms. I really enjoy taking verses in general and just reading through an entire passage with a goal of memorizing scripture. And one of my favorite ways to do that is to go through a verse and add a verse each week, but take an entire week to just really sit on a verse and read through it and think through it. So maybe that's why this one's been coming to mind because I've been working on memorizing Psalm 34, but I just felt like this was super applicable. And so I just want to read Psalm 34, 4 through 10 um, to close out our time today. But this is what the word of the Lord says. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. O fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him have no lack. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. I love that passage for its beautiful reminder of God's provision and his hearing us. He hears when you cry to him and call to him. He knows about all your anxious thoughts and fears and worries and he cares about them and he is going to provide for your needs. He is a good and loving God and I like to remember that when it's saying don't be anxious, it's not this chastisement of don't do that, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be feeling anxious, but it's like a how you talk to somebody you really love and you're just like, "Oh, don't worry about that. Like I don't want you to be anxious or afraid about these things because I don't want it to take away from the joy in your life and I love you and I am here for you and I've got these things under control these aren't your burdens or worries to carry and I've got them and I love you and it's going to be okay and I just love the beautiful truth of of that power that we have in God that that's who he is. He loves us. He cares for us. He is going to sustain us and provide for us. And we have so many beautiful reminders of that in his, in his gospel and his word for us. So I just pray that next time you're faced with doubts and fears, or if you're still faced with them now, that you would just be able to surrender them over to him and just go, it doesn't help. <laughs> it's not going to help. And instead, lift up those 
fears and doubts to God who cares so deeply for you and about all the things that burden your heart and taking our powerlessness in our circumstances because most of our worries are about things we can't control anyways. Very few times am I worried about something that I have perfect control over, which truly is nothing, but (laughs) I sometimes have the uh, idea that I am in control of something. But the things that I am 100% certain I have no control over, those are the things I worry about. And the beauty that we have in Christ is that when we surrender those doubts and worries over to him, those things that we have no control over, the God who is in control of every single thing in our world is powerful enough, good enough, loving enough to hold those. And we can place that in the perfect hands of God. So I just pray that this has been an encouragement for you today. I'll leave you guys with this Charles Spurgeon quote that says, Anxiety does not empty tomorrow of its sorrows, but only empties today of its strength. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that taking some time to talk about our worries and doubts and how God gives us peace among all of that has been an encouragement for your heart today. I know that God can do big things even with these small little moments and I'm so grateful that you decided to join me. You can find me on Instagram at Mustard Seed Podcast and feel free to reach out with questions, comments, feedback. I'd love to hear from you guys if there's things you want to hear, things that have been helpful or good or bad or anything in between feel free to reach out. I'd love the feedback and you can always review the podcast on Apple podcast. Um, That just helps me know what I can be doing better and helps other listeners find this podcast. So thank you so much for listening and I really hope you have a blessed week.